What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Kim, and I'm on the patio with Kim, and today's company is DJ Iron Monkey. What's going on with you? How you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, great. I won't complain. So, where you at these days? What's up with you? Um, Where I'm at right now, I'm here in Providence holding it down, you know. I uh, just got back from New York um, That's from up. over the weekend and, you know, just living life and enjoying everything. Oh, okay. Uh, so what brought you up to New York? You know, I'm nosy, so I'm going to ask. <laughs> All right. So I'm a transport, uh, transplant, as they might say. Um, I came up to Rhode Island very young. Like, I was born in Brooklyn and... Ironically, like before I was a month old, my family moved down to Trinidad with me. And during that time, 79, back in 1979, Trinidad didn't have the cleanest water. As a little kid, somehow I got into some water, I got into a coma, I got sick. Um, I was in a coma for a couple of years. Oh, well, not years. I, I shouldn't say a couple of months. And oh, then, I was getting afraid. As soon as I got well, like my family moved back to New York, came back to the United States. And then we had some family that was living up here in Rhode Island. And they got my mother and my father a job, like my mother a job at Blue Cross and my father a job at um, Raffet Soap Factory out in Warwick. So we moved up here uh, to the east side. And that's how I came up here to Rhode Island. I, like, I've been here ever since, but during the summers, when I was younger, mm -hmm. I always used, my, like my mother and father always used to take us to New York. And when we was younger, every other weekend, we used to be in New York. So <laughs> must be nice. Must be nice. Well, have been nah, hanging my, out with y'all. <laughs> well, my, one thing, like my mother and father, like, they was on the scene. So, like, if it was, like, a reggae show, a soca show, a calypso show, um, anything with the steel pan, like, we was in New York. And... I should have been with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it, it was different, but it was it was looking back, it's it's part of what makes me who I am now. Plus, it's part of your culture. I love me some some soca. Don't I don't think I ever heard any soca that was sad. <laughs> hey man, shout out, big 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 big, much big shout outs to uh, DJ Matic. Like that's my cousin. Like I grew up with his father, Uncle mm-hmm. Mervin. Like uh, all of them, all the Dyrimples. Like I love them. Like their family. So oh, that's shout awesome. out to the to the Rhode Island Soca King, DJ Matic. Oh, hey, shout out to him. I don't know who he is, but uh, he must be something. Remember, yeah. I I flip-flopped with where I lived, so I lived all over Providence. <laughs> I didn't just live uh, on the east side. I lived on the south side, I lived in West End. So I just read Providence. <laughs> and, but you know what, though? Like, being from New York, like, I, I'm from, like, my family's Flatbush, Brooklyn, right? Being from Brooklyn... And being from New York, and then coming to Rhode Island, and then people like, oh, South Side, East Side. I'm like, yo, if we cool, we cool. Right. So, like, I never got caught up on any of the, like, East Side, South Side thing that was supposedly going on when I was younger. I was like, yo, if we cool, we cool. Right. <laughs> and I mean, like, Rhode Island's way, t- Rhode Island's smaller than probably like Brooklyn and Queens put together. Well, I I can con- uh, attest to the fact that Rhode Island is about the same size as the island of Okinawa, Japan. They actually uh, briefed that when I was stationed over there. I was like, yo, look at Rhode Island. Get a little shout out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah Rhode, Rhode Island is a very nice place. Like, I've started to learn to appreciate Rhode Island for what it is, especially Providence and just the name Providence mm. and what it means by the, you know, um, definition. I was gonna say dictionary definition. <laughs> so when you All look right. at the uh, dictionary, like Providence for me, I, I've had to learn that, you know, and what it is, but. Yeah, man. Like being from New York, like I, I, I used to struggle with Rhode Island. See, I'm always telling people we like the mini New York. <laughs> we got, we got the U- mini United Nations. <laughs> well, and that's the thing I like about Rhode Island is that you get a lot of cultures, and it's a really small hub because people in New York never met anybody from Cape Verde. They're like, "Yo, where's this Cape Verde?" I'm like, okay, funny. come on now. Like, here in Rhode Island, like, I've learned, like, I've grew up with people from Cape Verde, from Laos, from mm-hmm. the Philippines, from England, from Germany. Like, I've grew up with a lot of different cultures. Right. And my thing was, is like, look, being from Trinidad and my family being from Trinidad and being from Brooklyn, like, I just need to stand up and play my position. So when when it comes to cultural things, at least I could be that bridge to them. Um, that's what's up. Yeah, I'm Cape Verdean, but I'm mixed with a whole bunch of other stuff too. So well, well, you bring spices to the table. Well, you know, <laughs> a little feisty, so crazy, well, whatever you well, want to call it. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah, you know, but 
the thing is, is like culturally, it's like what we bring to the table culturally is I might bring curry because being from Trinidad, like Trinidad is curry. Growing mm. up, people thought that being from Trinidad is like, oh, you're from Jamaica? No, no, I'm not from Jamaica. Like, and then you had to, you know, educate them where Jamaica is more like jerk chicken and Trinidad is more curry chicken. Right. You know, or chicken curry. Well, like, it's no, curry chicken, curry but chicken. We're, we're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> calling it chicken curry. That that's a whole nother gentrified thing. That I'm not gonna get into. <laughs> no, see, I didn't grow up in the Cape Verdean community. It's funny because I was raised uh, like in areas where there were a high population of Cape Verdeans, and I have found out later that some of them were family. But uh, I wasn't raised in the community. See, like growing up in Rhode Island, like I used to play sports. And that's the one thing, like one of the things that I loved, where it allowed me to meet other people from different cultures. And I used to play a lot of uh, my little league in Fox Point. You get a lot of Portuguese. At, they came very in. They Cape Verdean. Yeah. No, no, well, uh, Cape Verdean. Well, yeah, no, the, no, the Cape Verdeans are there. There's a pocket of Portuguese as well. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just teasing because you know we always talking about how they clean. Yeah, yeah. You got to rep your set. You got to rep right. your set. So I understand that part. But the thing was, is you you get to see again different cultures and different mindsets and. Yeah, you know, Portuguese, they might have a certain way towards other cultures, to be polite. But oh, know, we ain't got to be polite on this motherfucker. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, for me, it's like, okay, well, okay. I, I understood that, that, you know, there was those people. Uh -huh. But then there's the other ones that are willing to actually see you as a person. Right. You know, well, see, rather I, than... I had the the others in um my family so that the darker you were the less they wanted to know you <laughs> oh no no I, I no i had those experiences too but like my thing is is like i'm not gonna let one bad apple ruin the batch know what i mean mm -hmm. see you all know, like, my exposure if you, it, it, like, like like if you want to be an asshole that's you that's <laughs> not your culture right that's not your people you're representing yourself right now as an asshole <laughs> Not me. Yeah. It, it, now, that has nothing to do with you, you know your zodiac or or you know your peoples. That's you. <laughs> That's what you choose to be. See, I um <coughs> excuse me. Mm -hmm. Guadalupin and um Dominica before Haiti and DR. <coughs> And my blood plus Native American and mm. all them different Europeans. So I got crazy on top of crazy on top of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it's again, you can look at it as craziness or it's just a spice that you bring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a matter of perspective. <laughs> I'm more caliente than. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, a lot of people used to get us confused for New Yorkers. And it's like, okay, you don't know your history and I'd be explaining. But I for until yeah. I got to Virginia, I forgot that 
not everybody is learning the same stuff as I as we are in like yeah. history and social studies and stuff. So when I got here and um, one of my children was in school, I was like, I don't know anything about Virginia. Why are they asking you about Virginia? And then I was like, Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, Virginia is the state for lovers. In Virginia, is the state of lo for lovers. That's why I know. I guess if you're from Virginia, I ain't from well, Virginia, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I remember like one thing that I remember was is like my father he drove us from Rhode Island to Florida to give us the um Disney experience, right? So going through Virginia, the, you know, we got like my thing was is I want bumper stickers. My father's like, nah, I'm not putting that on the car. You could keep the sticker, but you're not putting that shit on the car. Right. Cool, cool, cool. It's a compromise. But I remember it was a bumper sticker. Virginia's for lovers. They that, still have do. that motto. They still got little. They got little like big old. Uh, I guess you want to say signs, but they're like actual physical letters. Just sitting out saying love and all this other stuff, and I'm like, well, mm. see, but wait, hold on. I swear, if I'm not mistaken, Virginia is the first state that actually had an interracial marriage. So for saying Virginia is for lovers, that actually tracks. Ah, yes. <laughs> I like if people want to research okay, and I'll call put my bluff. If, if you're going to say that wealth, they're the first state for inter interracial whatever. Marriage? Marriage? Yes. Yeah. Technically, like, I want to say about... It's for love. As far back as 300 years from the 1800s, what? Virginia was like, they had Cambodians here, they had French here, they, they mm. had all them different nationalities. It wasn't until... People started seeing money for the slave trade. Well, that you know what? Actually like, changed. So, so, well, sometimes, like for me, yeah, the way I look at things is okay. You can't hold a person to the flaws that they've made as a baby. You know, you you have mm -hmm. to allow a level of growth. Like, yeah, I made a mistake as a child, but now that I'm a, an adult. Allow me to at least show that I've learned from my mistakes. So, like, for a lot of states like them, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you know what? Your history, your beginning might have been a little bit sideways. Right. But at least you're showing progress and you're showing growth for the better. You I know, rather you. than. So that's that's just me. And I try to look at things and give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, so. And, and it is what it is, but. I've done I, that I, and that has gotten me in a world of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Giving people yes. the benefit of doubt has gotten me in a world of trouble. But what, one thing I tell my children, though, is that at the end of the day, the Lord is going to ask me what I did. Okay. And I can't be like, well, I did this because they did that to me. And, oh, and, yeah. You know, and they made me do this. No. Yeah, you got to stand on a, your own. When given a choice to either take the high road or the low road, what did I choose to do? 
Now, I don't have a driver's license. That's a whole nother conversation in itself. But when given a choice, taking a high road or the low road, uh, I'll choose to take the high road. That's what's you up. Know? And that's, that's just me. So some people like to go low, and I just have to recognize it for what it is. Okay. So did you like... Um... Did you like living, like growing up there? In New York? Like all the back and forth between going. Yes. Did you like all of that? Yes. And that's one thing that like I was talking to my sister earlier about was is growing up. I remember like my father and the gold Camaro going from Rhode Island to New York where we get 92 Pro FM here in Rhode Island where you get a lot of hauler notes, you get a wham, you get um, a fucking uh, Cindy Lauper, you know, that's my sister's favorite, right? But then when you start to get to New York, now you get WLIB, you get WBLS, you know, you get, you know, them stations where now you get more Caribbean music, you get more soul, you get more R&B, like you get more, Aretha Franklin, um, Al Green, Hal Jackson in the morning on Sundays. Like I loved Hal Jackson. Like, like when we was leaving New York, I loved when we would leave at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. Where we went on the road coming up to Rhode Island, we're getting Hal Jackson in the morning and the gospel. And, and the soul music. Because when I come to New England, I don't get none of that shit at all. Like, it's barren. Where Rhode Island was more, at that time, it was Kicks 106 and 92 Pro FM. And then you get uh, uh, 95.5 WBRU. Every Sunday. Every, every Sunday. Sunday, all day. Every Sundays. And my thing was is I used to miss a lot of that because I was in transport with the Hal Jackson. And by the time I came to Rhode Island, it was, you know, they was playing like New Edition, I'll be sure, um uh Whitney Houston. You know, it, it was it, it was music, but it wasn't for me. It wasn't the depth of the soul. It was okay. just on the surface. It was like top 40. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, but they still stuck on the 80s. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then, and then when, when the 90s came around, you know, it, it was something different in the 90s. But for me, right. it was still like, even in the 80s in New York, like, my favorite, I loved, absolutely loved DJ, cool DJ Red Alert. Yes. I seen because, him a few years back. Yo, I absolutely loved this shit. Where it was like, yo, it feels like. Hello? Do you still have me? Yep, I got you. You froze so, for a second. <laughs> so, like, when I came back to Rhode Island, 
I had that energy, but the thing was is Rhode Island was barren for that energy where I felt at that time. All right. A couple of things being from New York. Number one, you don't want to play high post and put yourself out there. Right. You know what I mean? So coming back to Rhode Island, I'm not fitting to play play high post and be like, yo, I, yo, I'm from New York. And, and, and now motherfuckers here trying to play me like, oh, you from New York? And now they want to test me. Right. I'm not for that. You know what I mean? So no, my thing I was is I, I, I had to dull myself down and water myself down to just fit into the vibes. But I'm like, hey, yo, I, yo, y'all don't know about this breakdancing. Y'all don't know about this graffiti. Y'all don't know about, yo. Hey, yo. But now that I'm older, I'm like, all right, you know what? Life is short. And my kids are growing up the way that they're growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I only have X amount of time to show myself to the world and show my energy and show like my mindset. Yes. And I have to kind of get over myself and like my little anxieties to actually show my talents. Well, you are talented because I did listen to your mixtapes and the, you know, they was fire. I, it reminded me of when I was making my little slow jam tapes in high school. <laughs> hey, yo. See, and that's the thing about the, that's what I love about my mixes is that, okay, cool. Rhode Island Radio, it is what it is. No hate, no shade. I absolutely love the DJs growing up. DJ Curdy Cut, rest in peace. DJ Bucket, or AKA DJ Buck. Yeah. Um, even when, when they had the radio station at um, URI, right. Lady Ruckus. Like, I love- Shout out to Lady Ruckus. Lady Ruck. And I went to high school with her, like at Hope High School. Yeah, I know. And, and my sister, like, was an upperclassman and she introduced me to everybody. Where growing up, I didn't get rookied being right. on the track team because, like, the older classmen knew that that's my sister. If you mess with me, you basically messing with her. Right. Now, granted, there's some people that are going to want to test, and they got slapped, and I think the statute of limitations already passed on that, so <laughs> they, they can't come back. I'd like to think so. <laughs> nah, but sometimes, you know, it's like, yeah. you got to let them know it's flat shit, baby. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do. I get it. See, I'll fuck around and find out. My high school years, I was on the south side, mm. and... Um, so I was hanging out with Jamaicans, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Africans. Mm-hmm. Um, now, my best homegirl was Corey. Me and her, we was running all the time. <laughs> right. But uh, it, I loved the weather and I loved the different cultures I got to meet. But I was always traveling. So I was always into different music. And, and if anything, you are you are an army brat, right? If I'm not mistaken. Nah. 
No, no, I'm in the. I went to the Air Force, but not. Nah. Oh, the Air Force. Okay. I'm probably this all day. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. But no, nah, I had left. I after I graduated, I but, went to but, the Air Force. But you was able to at least travel the world and see the different cultures and yes. see how things operate differently, right? Yes, I'll. I will always promote anyone getting a passport and going overseas and checking out anywhere they want to go, because exactly. I never imagined this little thuggish, ruggish cutie from <laughs> Providence was ever going to see more than just the United States. And, and, and that's that's the thing that, like, the way that I look at me and my mixes. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I live here in Rhode Island, but I'm not fitting to be Rhode Island famous. Right. Like, I, when I look at the way that my music streams, because the way that I post it, number one, I do it for free. Okay. Um, the reason why I do it for free is because, number one, I spoke to a couple of artists and they was talking about residuals and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. there was a documentary on mixtapes recently. I believe it was on Hulu or Amazon or one of those streamers. Like okay. I don't get paid to I don't get paid to pr promote them. But um they was talking about DJ Drama and how he got bagged up for copyright infringement. Right, because he was making money off of other people's music, and they wasn't seeing any money on the back end. So, so my thing is, is okay. so my thing is, is okay, cool. You can't come after me if for money if I'm not making any money off of my mixes. True. You can't you can't squeeze blood from a stone. True. You know, my mother used to say it. So, so it's like. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I no, don't no, 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 no. No, I'm sorry. Are we going? We from? we got a question from um one of our. Hey, what's up, fam? How you doing? That feeling podcast network in the building. What's up, Mac, aka your boy. What's up, Black Mac? What's up? How y'all doing? We got a comment mm -hmm. asking, as a DJ, how do you feel about people running around using the the DJ in their name? But they're not really DJing like DJ Khaled. All right, so DJ Khaled, the thing about people don't know what well, what people know about Khaled is what they see right now. The thing I needed to do too was go back and do my history mm -hmm. with, at, with with at least him, and it was he used to do a lot of mixes. He used to DJ a lot of shows. He's earned the DJ spot. For me, as an individual, to question his methods, no. Okay. I'm not gonna do that. I like me, I'm not gonna do that. Well, now, not the him specifically. Like, now, but 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 the the one per I was gonna say something very inflammatory. I was gonna say the one person I was gonna like I really do question is DJ Academic. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't recall any mixes from this guy. Like, I could be mistaken. I've been wrong before, and I'm cool to get enlightened. I, you know. But if anything, like, 
just people using it like DJ name like that. That's cool. I yeah, just used to call cool. them academics. I never put the DJ on it. <laughs> I, 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 academics is is more suitable for me. Like that. That's yeah. That that's pow, That that's palpable for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, because I never I never saw him as a DJ. I always just called him academics. He he is who he is, you know. He's mixing up, you know, social media and he's mixing up um his thoughts and things in the world. And if that's what he believes is a DJ, and so be it. Like I've never had a conversation with him. So I'm not going to like shit bag him. True, true. We we well, don't want no troubles. <laughs> we don't want no troubles. We are here for peace, love, and harmony. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. Right, right. I, yeah, I'm not like I'm not that guy. Like people might people might only know about me from what they heard of other people, and that's why I kind of like doing interviews because I'm actually able to speak, and people can hear my voice and hear what I need to say and what I feel to say in the moment. Hey, that's what's up. Especially when is it like I like how we got the free flow of one going instead of like me just asking you a, a thousand and one questions and then at the end we'd be like, okay, so what you want to talk about now? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what though, like to follow up on my point earlier, it's like with my music and looking at the way that my music streams. Like, mm -hmm. I got a lot of spins from other countries and other states. And my thing is like, okay, you know what? That's cool. You know what? I, I can't remember who said it. I believe it was Prince. But it was like, an overnight success takes about 10 years. That's facts. So, <laughs> and all you have to do is just be consistent, be true to yourself. And when the money's on the table, Still be true to yourself and right. be able to say no to some things. Like when uh, they, well, the Chappelle thing with him walking away from $10 million and everybody was like, he crazy. Oh, it's like, oh, oh well, I think it was 50, 50 million. But the thing is, is, okay, you know what? What does that 50 million actually buy me? Right. So as much as people like, uh, you know what? He's crazy for it, or is he smoking weed, or he's crazy, or he's retreating to Africa. It's like, you know what? How many? Uh-oh. He's still there? Excuse us for a second. Oh, you good? Oh, no. Can you hear me now? I got you. I got you. Uh, well, what I was saying was is, how many people actually have the ability to have a conversation with these so-called celebrities, but yet they're willing to comment on their life? Facts. Like, yo, I was thinking that like, the other day. Like, I don't know these people. So why do I want them to be a puppet to my understanding? Now, I clown all day. <laughs> I'll well, clown see, all day, but... What? Well, see, actually trying to explain out somebody else's decisions. I... Well, see, like, ultimately for me, the way I look at it is like, yo, if that was me, like, 
how would people talk about me? True. Like, like they like how much do they actually talk to me? Like me and you speaking right now, and even after this podcast, I know me and you're gonna have a conversation afterwards. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's gonna be a continuing relationship afterwards. You in, know, in it. regards to you know it. But how many people actually have access to me like that? Real talk. Like I'm not an I'm not a sociable person like my brother or my sister. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I'm a I'm a homeboy. Me too. <laughs> you know, like if if like we could I don't really smoke on the streets like that. Oh no, I gotta be home. Yeah, oh yeah, like I'm smoking at home. Right. You know? So I don't like, even like drinking when I'm out unless I'm with like my family, like Al Boogie, Gigi. When I'm with them, then that's different. Hey, that's family. But hey, if if anything, the only per well, the only two people I go out to drink with is my main man. Well, three people. My main man, Al Green the third. Daryl Marsh and my uncle Kurt. Oh word, Daryl! We went to school together. We went to classical together. Daryl Marsh is my homeboy. Oh, Shout for out real? to Daryl Marsh, aka What's up, Darryl? Uh, DJ Caveman. Hey, the way that me and him met—that's a legendary story in itself. That's something that we have to talk off of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, that's one of them the offline conversations. I mean. <laughs> Gotta keep Got the mystique. Gotta keep the mystique. <laughs> <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. So when did you start um like start putting out your, your CDs and stuff? Um weirdly, it was a long time ago. But like I wasn't really advertising and pushing it as hard. Mm-hmm. And the weird thing is, is when I was doing it, it, I can't remember officially when it was, but I knew it was like the early 2000s. Okay. So the way I was doing it back then, it, I was doing like every two weeks, but I was burning myself out. Right. And, th- and then it got to a point where I just stopped for about like three or four years or five years maybe mm-hmm. and then when I started again like I found that there was a um a clip online from that uh TV show American Dad <laughs> yeah and um, on like they had a DJ I am monkey oh on the did show. they yeah that's what and I was and I'm like wait hold up if my timing is not wrong, these motherfuckers end up coming up with the shit for DJ Iron Monkey after I actually came out with a couple of mixes locally. Now, the, 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 the creator of American Dad went to RISD. Right. It's very possible he came to the Black Rep when I was working at the Black Rep. And I was DJing as DJ Iron Monkey, like mm-hmm. for the after hours. Like that was the weird thing I used to do was is I was working at the Black Rep at the time. Um, when it was on Was well, I worked on both sides on Washington Street and when they moved to uh Math 
Matthewson or whatever it was, right? Mm -hmm. I um, haven't lived in Rhode Island in 28 years, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, all right, so what happened was is I was a bar back when they moved from Washington Street to the new spot, like mm -hmm. the biggest spot. And at the end of the night, after I used to mop the floors, take out the trash, you know, restock the bars and everything, I used to DJ the after party. Okay. Right? Close up the, all the curtains. And then I used to DJ for about like 45 minutes to an hour. Right? That's a pretty good set. And so it's highly possible that that person was there while I was DJing and then used the name DJ Iron Monkey for their TV show. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to use this um, sound clip and if they come after me, we can have a conversation. True. So I'm going to keep using this clip. Hey, look, it's DJI Monkey. <laughs> and I'm going to keep using that clip to the point where I might trademark it and put it on a t-shirt, put it on a hoodie, right, a scully, whatever <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. You know, face mask, whatever it is. <laughs> to the point where they would want to have a conversation with me, and then we could have that conversation at that point. But, you know, it is what it is. And I, I, I find it very funny with that. But when I do my mixes now, I try to do them every other month. And I try to have different themes. Like, when my mother was alive, she wanted me to do a gospel mix. Okay. So I did a gospel mix for her, and she was like, all right, I understand what she was doing. It's different. <laughs> it's gospel. <laughs> and because it's from you, I love it. And I was like, all right, you know what? That 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 that's that's the little win that I need to do other little mixes. So I end up doing like a reggae mix, which I'm really not a, like I love reggae music and I grew up on it. But I did that for my uncle Kurt. Um I did like some old school like mixes for like boom boxes. Like mm -hmm. remember growing up in the eighties, every summer going to Brooklyn. Uh, well, my, my grandmother lived in Harlem. Then we used to take the train to go to Canarsie uh, to go visit my family out there. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like listening to music, seeing the break dances, and just feeling the vibe on the train. So I did a mix for that. So it's like I try to fill the void and just be a like a moving spirit with my mixes. That's what's up. Because I know this last one I heard, it was like a slow jam type one. Uh, well, all right. So the last one I did was a step into my office. The The original concept was is for me to do a mix for stepping. Mm -hmm. When I say stepping, the first song that comes to people's mind is R. Kelly's Stepping step in, in the, the Name of Love. love. <laughs> Now, that song is kind of taboo, 
that all this is kind of taboo. I have to respect the landscape. I, don't I still dance to it. Shoot, I still got my CDs. Bump that. I done paid my money. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. You, you pay for it. You own it. Rock that shit. At, like, that's vintage. You know what that's like? You know, that's like, that's like, um, I, I shouldn't say it. But there's a market. No, but there's a market for, like, Nazi shit. Oh, Okay. I don't want to say all Kelly's in that vein of things, but <laughs> yeah. there's a market for that, you know. Yeah, you paid. You probably paid fifteen dollars for that CD. Somebody's probably fit to pay five hundred. <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> when times is tough, hey, all Kelly, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Oh well. Hey. It was nice knowing you. <laughs> we had some good times. <laughs> but that 500 is sweet. <laughs> All right. Oh, we man. got another question from um, right. What's Up, Charlene Waters, a.k.a. What's Up, Ma? How you doing? Love you. She She's asking. Um, she says she'd love to hear your work. How can... um? How can she make that happen? So, you know, like, right. shout out uh, your link or whatever right now if uh, you want. All right. So I believe the actual link is Podomatic, which is P-O-D-O-M as in Mary, A-T as in Tom, I-C as in Uh-oh. You froze. How, Did I break? You froze. So how about this? You send me the link, and I'll go ahead and I'll post it as a reply in the comments, either during the show or after the show. That way, it'll be out there. All right. Got you. Because, got you. Well, no, because if anything, like I have to double check because I believe I I released a mix, and I didn't put that it had like adult content. Mm-hmm. And um, I think Spotify like flagged me and took me off. <laughs> I know that copyright. You know, yeah, no well, explicit no, no, lyrics. No. That's it. Yeah, explicit no, lyrics. Like, I, it, it was just mislabeling, and and that was my fault. And I oh, think yeah. like it was one strike and you're out with them. So um, I might have to call them. But I know Google Play. Um. Apple Play should have it. Like I, I have to double check them, but I'll send you the link, and All we'll right. do it from there. All right. So we got another question. What's up, Black Mac? How you doing? What's up, fam? That feeling? <laughs> Podcast Network in the house all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Question is: Do you look for artists to potentially feature, or do you try to keep content artists in your repertoire? Current artists, excuse me, in your repertoire. That's actually a great question. Um, ironically, the way that I do it is, is like I'll have an artist, and like I'll get suggestions, and you know, I'll go through suggestions mm-hmm. on my mixes. I'll probably have like two hundred songs, 
and I have to boil it down to about like 23. Right. But the thing is, is what the question is, is like artists like Scissor, mm-hmm. artists mm-hmm. like her, um, Black, which is spelled with a, a six, where people call them six lack, but uh-huh. it's Black. Um, uh, there's a couple of other artists. Anderson Pack, which is a birthday twin of mine, February 8th. Uh Aquarius. Um, but like um Kylie you uh you you damn how do you spell her last name? U C H I S either way. But there's a bunch of artists that like I found and I like the music. Even mm. though like they might not be like the Beyonces or oh, the Mary I'm not part of the Beehive and all that. <laughs> no, no, no. I no, just no, like no, music. See, no, but see, it might not be like the Rihanna's or okay. like you know the, the like the the very, mainstream the, the mainstream people exactly. My thing is is I'm not fitting a breaker artist. I'm just trying to feature good music. Right. So if I end up breaking the artist or like start featuring them a little bit more for me yes i i tend to tackle well because like people like lucky day um what's her name chloe soul well i'm gonna have um, to start writing all these down because i don't know none of these people <laughs> oh they're all on my mixes but you see the thing is is like they're not popular names but when you listen to the music right it's like it's- i the vibe is nice you know, uh, Maya Hawthorne was another one. He's a white dude, but like I love his funky vibes. Hey. And, and and it's a live band like Bad Bad No Good. It's another great band. Like my thing is is again, like I was saying earlier, going from Rhode Island where I have the ninety two Pro FMs where I'm getting the Hall and Oats. Get the Shinny Loppers, and then I'm going to New York, and then I'm getting the Al Greens. I'm getting the um, Aretha Franklins. I'm, uh, you know, I'm getting the deep cuts. Know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like that change of vibe for me, it's like okay, I could find the funky cuts of a uh, Cat Stevenson, mm-hmm. and I find a funky cut of a um 45 king rest in peace you know and put it in my mix and make it blend where everybody could feel the vibe where it's not just about rhode island like i'm getting spins in kansas and i'm getting spins in san diego and india and ireland and like it for me as long as the vibe is there, it's like dropping a pebble in a in a pond. The ripples is fitting to happen, you know. Right. And it's I'm just fitting now to get over myself and get over my little anxieties of things. And people playing me like, "Oh, you you from New York? You think you all that?" <laughs> And trying to that's because like, they insecure, and, and basically bullying me to water down myself. No, I'm fitting to just throw my stone in the pond and see if I can skip a stone. 
the range of artists you named is insane, by the way. That's coming from Black Mac. What's up? Uh, no, again, like, I like good music. So even when I do, like, old school music, like, I'm running across, like, like, what was it? It was 60s Japanese funk. Oh, jazz. Uh, like that Japanese uh, 60s jazz even even uh, Polish jazz in the 60s is weird like producers that I like are like Mad Lib I, I love the Alchemist um, Conductor like some producers the reason why I love them is what they use as their source material. Okay. So I look at the stems and the source material, and then even though I might not do a mix, like I might have something private for myself for my little smoke sessions on Sunday mornings where, yes. you know, I wake up early, you know, clean up the house, light some incense, light some, you know, frankincense. Candles. You know, and just, <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I watch Meet the Press and just chill and be regular because I know Monday I got to go to work. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's I'm tough. an adult now. Like, I'm an adult now. Like, you got an not, adult. <laughs> not, 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 not having to do something is actually a bonus as an adult. It's a luxury. <laughs> yeah. What used to be a punishment as a child is now something right. we seek for as an adult. Yo, I want a timeout. <laughs> Those naps. Shoot. Oh, I, you I want me to take a nap, okay? <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. You better I'm tell 40. me how long mess around and I'll be taking a nap until it's time to get off. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. I'm take hey, I got an hour lunch break. This is where I break it down. Okay. I eat for ten minutes. I'll probably watch videos and go through some music for like 10 and then bang, I'll take the rest for a nap. <laughs> hey, got to get it in any way you can as long as you ain't late. No, because like my, my cycle is, is I'm actually, I'm early morning and late nights. So I'm up late, but I'm still up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like if I wake up at eight o'clock, that's late for me. I just want to back it up just for a second. Excuse me. Um, Are you talking about Hiroshi Suzuki? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's the artist. That's the artist. Oh, I love him. The album Cat, I believe it is. That's the album I love, 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 love. (laughs) I'm happy to check this out. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Nah, the, 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 the cover is, I can't remember if it's left or right, but he's basically has like shades on mm-hmm. and it's like, um, not cream or like an off white, but he's like looking off yeah. that. Oh, I love that record. I definitely got to go check it out. Cause I just got a fam. Hell yeah. On that. <laughs> nah. And if anything, like, uh, I remember I, there was a time when I was actually getting records. 
like those albums like mm-hmm. i had that one on order but you know things happen and you know yeah i had to give, i had to give i had to sacrifice uh my turntable for yeah. some peace of mind now i, I, do don't, you, I don't i don't want to bad up the situation do you yeah. like the new way of djing in, in regards to like pressing buttons yeah <laughs> Or do you still like the the album? Uh, carrying feel? the crates? Yeah. All right. Shout out to um big shout outs to uh, DJ Lefty, number one. Yes. Because DJ, DJ Lefty, Lefty, what's up? Because he, he does the 45s. Right? Oh, okay. So DJ Lefty, he loves doing his 45s. Like I love his blends and his mixes on his 45s. And like Uh-oh. He'll be back in a second. <laughs> we just chilling over here. What's right. up? DJ Lefty, right. 45s. So the thing I love about DJ Lefty is, number one, my sister and, and his sister, Susan, mm-hmm. are great friends. Uh-oh. Anytime my sister wanted to go over to a friend's house, um, take your brother, right? Mm-hmm. So my my sister always used to take me over to our friend Susan's house, which was Lefty's house. Right. So, oh, go hang out with him. Go hang out with him. So I used to was forced to go hang out with him, <laughs> and you know I was watch cartoons and you know. And he would just go and do his thing. And I'm like, all right, cool. I want to go home. I'm ready. Uh, and I'll just be an asshole. So that way my sister would be like, all right, come on. Let's go home. But growing up, he was the DJ at my middle school dance at Nathan Bishop. Yes. At, I he, went he to Bishop. He was the DJ. I at, know, Lefty. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, And this is the weird thing. Growing up. People say what they want to say about music nowadays. I right, cool, but them DJs was playing Doodoo Brown at my middle school dance. <laughs> Yo, and it wasn't the short three minute. It was the I know. I want to rock was like a six seven minute song. Right, oh, you put that on now. That's a whole workout. <laughs> oh man, listen, I'm forty four. Listen, I got to stretch before. I'm like, yo, you need to give me a warning before you play this song. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tried. Stretch. I was like, ooh, got a cramp. I was like, oh. <laughs> nah. I don't I'll be rock. 48. So. I don't want to rock. I don't want to rock. <laughs> I can't rock yeah, <laughs> anymore. Nah, nah. Nope. Not like that. Not like that. Nah, son. <laughs> like, where's my inhaler? <laughs> Shucks. Where's that CBD oil? <laughs> something. Can I get something to rub down these knees? Where that icy hot at? Yeah, <laughs> it's man. back I'm up. Not, I'm not as young as I was yesterday. Right. <laughs> but real talk. But not like, and that's the thing. Like, that's one of the mixes that I was kind of thinking about doing. Was like a go-go mix. Because I know a lot of people from D.C. and mm-hmm. the DMV area, like, you know, um, 
I know. Delaware, Maryland, and Virginia, the DMV. DMV, that's DC, Maryland, and, and VA. Oh, it's not it's not Delaware? It's no. DC. Yeah. Oh. Cause if anything, like I, I told myself, like, if I was to move out of Rhode Island, where would I move? I was thinking about the DMV area. Um, Delaware was not a uh, an option. <laughs> well, if you like traffic, go right nah, on ahead. Nah, if anything, like I was more fit for Virginia, but then my like Daryl, he's been kind of talking to me in, uh, into Detroit. And oh, see, I'm uh, like taking my talents out to Detroit. <laughs> but, I don't know nothing about Michigan. <laughs> nah, I know it's cold as shit. I, I know I they got some fucked up water. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, about that. About that. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, I gotta get my water budget up first. <laughs> so I save my shit from now. Start shipping yourself some cases. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I telling people from early. Um, listen, this Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it might be a song by George Michael, but yeah, this Christmas might not be that good. Hey, hey! You 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 should be you should be glad with a Facebook post. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a phone call or a text message. Message a post. You know that was for you too. (laughs) Why you tripping? (laughs) You got that. Hey, you got that Facebook post straight to you. Merry Christmas. Don't expect a gift. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> hey, like, fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck them kids. Hell yeah. Uh, they grow now. Oh, they see, cool. I got a 26 and a 10 year old. Uh, I got, what's it, uh, 22, 21, and 14. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah and I think they all hate me. <laughs> oh Lord, they don't hate you. <laughs> well, no, nah, it, it's the natural progression of things, and I'm like, all right, you know what? They have to go through the phase where they have to buck against me and say, "Well, Dad, you didn't do this, and Dad, you didn't do that." I'm like, you know what? You're right. I didn't do any of those things, but in due time, you'll see the things that I actually did do. Right. So, I'll, I'll let you go through that phase, and I'll I'll still be here on the other side. <laughs> that's what's up. You know? That's what's up. Yeah, so, no, I've so been I've been in Hampton eighteen years now. Hampton, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, you know what though? Offline, we'll have the conversation. All right, I got you uh, uh, about Virginia because again, like, I, like I, Rhode Island is nice and it's. I feel like in the season in my life now, I feel like I have to grow, you know? And one thing that I I had asked an old girlfriend when I was a junior and she was a senior, she was about to go off to college. And I had asked her, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, the the crossroads now, do you want to be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? And, you know, she made her choice, and I still love her. I still have love for her mm-hmm. in her decisions. So, Hey, everybody I'm at that, makes I, their I'm own at, choice. 
and I'm at that crossroads where, you know, do I want to be a big fish in a small pond or small fish in a big pond? Right. There's room for growth. I have plenty of room for growth. I know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you you go more internal than external. True, true. Yes, indeed. So, like, I I know you put a lot of focus and heart and soul in your mixtapes. But, like, at that moment when you're making it, Depend. I know it depends on the genre. Um, what is your? Uh, how do you feel? Like, what is your energy? I guess. Well, see the way that like I kind of do it, and I don't want to really give up too much of my secret sauce. True. Um, because it's proprietary information, and <laughs> we don't want <laughs> we don't want no trouble. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you know, I I have to keep a mystique. I have right, to that's what I'm saying. I don't want no trouble. You keep whatever you gotta keep to yourself, and just say, uh. Well, see, the, the like first off, it's like all right. I'll 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 get a bunch of music. Like I said, I'll, I'll probably get like two hundred songs, and then from the two hundred songs. Like, I don't drive, so I take public transportation. Mm-hmm. The thing I like about that and the way that is serviceable for me is that on the bus, I can listen to music. When you're for the bus, I can listen to music. Like, I don't have to focus on the road. I don't have to worry about traffic. I don't have to worry about parking. Like, I don't have to worry about any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I could just listen to music. Um, I'll skip through songs. Like, I'll scan through them. And then I'm like, I I like this song, and you know what? It could go with this kind of vibe. The thing then is, then, and the tough part is then picking a theme. Okay. It's like then picking a theme is it makes it easier for me to cut the music. Then it's the fine skits to supplement the theme and the music. And then okay. it's how how am I gonna um, layer the music, but then it's not just that. Really and truly, it always starts, which I should have said at the beginning. I kind of write out a story in my mind. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a screenplay, and the music is the soundtrack to my screenplay. Okay. So, so if I had with one of my mixes going way back is um milk baths and exotics where it was more slow music like volume one was more modern music volume two was more like 90s with jodeci oh okay and h-town and um intro um, my high school kids <laughs> know what i mean know what i mean like that that's where a lot of babies were made during like during that era right so like what what that was is i was writing a story about like it's the fall time you want to relax and you want to take uh like have a home spa experience and in the home spa experience it's going to be you you have a milk bath for yourself and you're smoking exotics you know 
my 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 my. You there? I think you froze again. Oh, yes. Yeah, you yeah. froze. Yeah, froze again. Uh, but with an X at the moment, uh, I don't know about that uh, milk baths and exotics because of Whitney Houston. I'm like, I don't know what she was on. I not on that time. I'm right. I'm gonna avoid trying to play her music during my uh, during this mix out of respect. You know, mm. but. Like I, I try to write all stories, and for me, it's like it might be milk bath and exotics, but then it's be like space exploration, which is one of my favorite themes, and then it's just regular day things. Like my last mix was is um coming to uh, step into my office, which was kind of like more stepping music, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for people to like dance and you know catch the vibe. That's me all day. I love I love dancing. I might yeah, I might be a chair dancer now. <laughs> well, no, because like step into my office, it was my last mix. The one before that, it was um a house mix. Oh, I love house music. Yeah, so like the it, new one that I'm working on now uh is tentatively titled uh Turkey Leg Two Step. Interesting. And the, and the idea about that one is, is the concept is, is all right. And the way that I'm drawing it out in my mind is, is it's Thanksgiving. I'm in the kitchen with my family. What's the music that we're listening to? What are we dancing to? What are we having a good time to? While okay. we're in the kitchen cooking. So, like my 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 new mix is basically set on that that theme and that premise of being in the kitchen with with my family and cooking. That's you know. Awesome. Now, without getting too emotional, without my mother being here or my grandmother, I I remember where I was in the kitchen with them and they gave me responsibilities. Mm-hmm. To to do, and there was a moment where they were like, you know what, this Thanksgiving, you do everything, you do the mains, and you know we'll do the the sides. Like, right. you you be Gladys Knight and we be the Pips. <laughs> Not me. Okay. And so having that honor bestowed upon me, it's like this mix. I I want to have it where it honors that that essence you know okay so that way it is shareable for not even just thanksgiving just it could be sunday dinner and just well in my mind when i also do my mixes this kind of subtexts to them because the the concept of getting into the kitchen dance with your family is also Black families overall really don't sit at the dinner table and eat anymore. As no, a they don't. They, no, we they really don't. don't. So it's like Thanksgiving is really that moment. It's like black families a lot of times don't go to church unless it's Easter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, hello. So, real talk. <laughs> so it is what it is, but like the subtext of it all is like when you're cooking in the kitchen, yeah, now you're going to want to sit down and eat. And then actually have a conversation with each other. You might not agree, but you have to accept for what's being told to you and the fact that they're willing to say these things to you. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I've I've learned with my kids, where they've told me some things, and rather than hearing them for what they're telling me, oh no, I, I'll respond. No, 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 you're wrong. Uh, and, and I'm overbearing. Mm. And this is a part of growing up. You know, true. Got a lot mistake. of people say I was too hard on the first one, and I ain't hard enough on the second one. <laughs> like I'm uh, old, I ain't got no thing. Ain't nobody got time to read. Nah, nah. I I, I was very easy on the first one. I was hard on the second one. The third one. Oh, they ain't I no was easy. Uh, I was easy, but when I became hard, then it's like, why are you talking to me like that, Mike? Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, no. But <laughs> patience, prayers, and persistence—that that's my mantra. Anything is possible. I hold my breath, and I after I say something, and I think I'm about to say something that's gonna cut somebody. I just suck it, <laughs> walk out the room for a second, then come back. <laughs> hey. Self-awareness goes a long way. I've been known to slice and dice. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been hey. be trying hey, to just suck it in. Note, note to self. Kim likes to cut people. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole I'm a Sagittarius. My birthday, November 30th. We're going to both be surprised at what come out of this mouth. <laughs> well, you know what? My my sister's a Sagittarius. She's December eighteenth. So oh okay yeah. But but yeah, November. She's in December. So I don't know the difference. But either way, as time goes on, it's not about the sign. It's about you as a person. True, true. You know. But uh, so, yeah, I've been known to to, to slice and dice them, and it don't nope. be on purpose. It's just that's what came out. <laughs> well. The, I can't. Uh, I can't help how it came out. That's just how it came out. Honestly, yeah, nah, my sister's like that too, and I respect it. And I'm like, you know what? That's cool because that makes sure that I'm not half stepping. And that's why you keep people like that in, in like, in your orbit to make sure that you know you don't half step. And when they call you out, it's not about you being soft. And you know, why are you talking to me? No, you just step up. Don't half step. So ain't nobody going to chin check you like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but we're old school. So like nowadays, all these sensitive thugs, they, they need hugs. <laughs> <laughs> sensitive thugs. Ugh. Those uh, words don't even sound right together. <laughs> nah. Because, yo, they're big mad. And they're, they're angry. And they want to be heard. Like Angry over what? <laughs> they just no, nah, they just need a hug. That's all it is. We now, because honestly, sometimes we get caught up working and paying bills and making sure we stay afloat. Sometimes we don't take a time out and actually hug our kids. 
Oh, please. I hug my kids every day and give them kisses. Oh. Well, oh, I don't I, kiss oh. the older one because, you know, he's older now. Oh, no, <laughs> I do. And they're like, oh, dad, this is weird. I'm like, you're making it weird. Like, <laughs> let me just love you in the moment. Like, nobody's promised tomorrow. Like, the fuck you think it is? No. You know what I mean? My kids will look at me like, what's your problem? Why you ain't give me no hug, girl? So I'll say that to them. Excuse me. Yep. <laughs> Where my hug at? Where my kiss at? I don't play that. Mm -hmm. Give my lovings. Yep. Yes. I and need my lovings. Of, but a lot of these uh, youngins, it seems like they lack the hug. Just a general <laughs> hug. And I'm a hugger. <laughs> hey, I might try to hug them and they're like, hey. Hey, yeah, creep. What are you doing? You're weird. Like, <laughs> what you need to do is be like that white dude and write the sign with a blindfold saying, please hug me or whatever. <laughs> Stand nah. out in Kennedy Plaza. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because he might have a van down by the river. You want to oh, be no. careful of them. You <laughs> we wanna need be, that. Yeah, you want to be careful of them creepers, too. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, ah, you know what? I, I see you, I hear you, but you need a hug. <laughs> Not from me, from somebody else. My, uh, like, who uh, hurt you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. And then when they get over aggressive, and then, you know, you have to hit them with a sock, be like, homie, don't play that. Mm -mm, I'm punching them <sighs> in the throat. <laughs> Well, Shut your mouth. <laughs> the, well, we, we we have to be careful that we're talking about it because, you know, you get more time for premeditation. So <laughs> we can't true, 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 it. true. Plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, one thing I would probably say is is that outside of you know as minorities how we don't eat at the dinner table another thing i would probably say to on um, my little soapbox is that it's our civic duty to actually be on jury duty like i i had to serve ju jury duty recently and it's stressful but listen a lot of these people look at minorities as guilty and the burden of proof is on you to prove that you're innocent no you're oh, innocent yeah. until proven guilty and the burden of proof is on the state or whomever is bringing the case against you to prove that you're guilty but there's a lot of people that look at minorities off rip as being guilty mm -hmm. being on the jury and having your voice heard is like voting I think you. I think you got stuck for a second. Oh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying, like, you actually have an impact on the individual's life, even though you might not be a part of sentencing, and they can always appeal. But you could actually be a voice of reason, and being there, a couple of people actually came up to me while we're in deliberation and said that I actually flipped their thinking. When, when they had to step away from it over the weekend. They're like, I, I didn't look at it like that. The way I saw it was X, Y, and Z, but the way that you presented it was, 
I didn't see it that way without getting to the weeds of the case. See, but, not with the illegal stuff, but just in life general. That's like the concept of my podcast. Just want to be yeah. able to give you a different perspective, give you that friendship, give you that outlet. Yeah. So, and and, and, I, and I and I totally appreciate you. That's why I said up from from Jump Street, like you know, we're we're gonna have a conversation after offline, and it's gonna be a continuing relationship. And that's what's up. I don't even know how long we've been on, but I know I probably need to go on and wrap this show part up. So, any <laughs> anything you want to say, anyone you want to shout out? Um, number one, I will shout out to you for oh, number one you. reaching out to me and offering me the platform to at least, you know, take a breath of fresh air and air things out in a peaceful manner and let people see that who I am and how they could possibly reach out to me outside of this podcast. But then also shout out, big shout out to um, my father, Um, big shout out to my mother, rest in peace, rest in peace to my grandmother as well. But to my brother and my sister, I love my brother and my sister. Um, Like they're my strengths. Like they're my backbones, and That's what's shout up. out to my my children, Marcel, Samia, Olivia. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, <laughs> my uncle Kurt. Um, it feels like a you know the time is running out. Um, no, it's like um, the, 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 the that granny, dude the in the back of the class in second grade. Ayo, <laughs> Daryl. Ayo, Daryl Marsh. Ayo, shout out to Daryl Marsh. I didn't forget you, my guy. Um, um, Lady Ruck, hey yo, I love you, Lefty. I shout you out earlier. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. uh, Fred the Great, um, DJ Perseus, you my guy, <laughs> you know what it is. Um, you silly. Ooh. Ah, I don't know what else. You're um, always welcome to come back. <laughs> you are silly. Um, I'm very appreciative that you were so receptive immediately on wanting to come on here and share who you are as DJ Iron Monkey and as who you are yourself on my platform because you really have bridged a gap that I would love to have bridged. So I'm glad you was able to help me do that because it's much appreciated. And, and like I, I have to get over my personal anxieties, and doing this podcast helps me out um, because I'm fitting to do more live, actual live performances in the new year. So, oh, that's what's up. So I'm glad uh, we can help. I'm glad we can help. You gotta have to keep working on that one. It patches. Oh, hey, patches, <laughs> deuces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, no, so. This your girl, Kim, with the patio with Kim. We going to go ahead and sign off. I just want to give a big shout out to my network, That Feeling Podcast Network, the United States Department of Nerds, USDN, Queens of Nerdum, No Gimmicks Podcast, Real Food, The Salute, The Smoke Pit, Prove Me Wrong. Yo, what's up, fellas? Hey, fam, what's up, ladies? Appreciate y'all all tuning in. Till the next time, peace. Uh-oh. Yeah.
and your ass was asleep. 